What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a put you up for a Drake album or mixtape or EP. I, I don't know which <laughs> one is considered and I don't know what order it is in his discography. Okay. But it's the So Far Gone collection of music, right. which is released uh, February 13th, 2009. Yes, sir. And for anyone who happens to be uh, logged into Facebook right now, you might catch us on uh, on Facebook Live at the eighties eighties uh, babies page. Yeah, we're uh, for the first time out. We're trying to record video, you know, capture us uh, as as we do this. So right, and we we we're trying to get all the the uh, the technical stuff worked yeah. out. So right now, I think the microphones aren't recording. So it's I don't of, know. It's coming through the camera. So we'll we, see. We, we're we'll gonna see figure it out. But you know, so this is our first time doing this. Um, yeah. But nevertheless, we're we're doing this put you up for for this drake album and so what is this in his discography is it first of all is it a cd is or excuse me is an lp is it a mixtape so i think it initially came out as a mixtape right um i think that's a great question though right because you know i I talked about how this was kind of the the critical mass like era for um for the the kind of going from the internet you know era the 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 blog era okay and then these cats kind of really like you know hitting uh critical mass and so um he dropped this as a mixtape, and it's interesting because at the time, mixtapes, Lil Wayne was dropping yeah, a lot of mixtapes. Yeah. A lot of people were dropping mixtapes. And and what they what embodied kind of mixtape culture was you would have a dope ass song, mm-hmm. I would take your beat, yeah. and then I'd rap over it, and then I put it out as a mixtape. Mm-hmm. This kind of incorporates some of those elements yeah, with some. him rapping over like a Kanye, Kanye beat, yeah. a Jay-Z beat, etc. Mm-hmm. But then 40 going in and like, you know re-engineering these beats to kind of make them his own and yeah. make them fit his aesthetic so okay. it's a completely original project but at the same time it has a mixtape aesthetic to it okay yeah. so why are we doing the put you up for uh, a drake album so far gone i have some ideas but i want to get your perspective first um we said we were going to do more blog era we did we did um, yeah. this so is, this is blog era yeah this is blog all era right. Right, cool. um we because because man when this when this hit the blogs it was it was crazy. Really? Um, oh, the yeah. The blogs were fucking with this. Bro, what? Okay. Yeah, and we'll talk about that more <laughs> when we talk about the body of it. But um, so crazy in the blog era. Um, it's the 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 uh the what twentieth or twelfth anniversary of the album uh on February thirteenth. Okay. So you know it's right. kind of a kind of an anniversary. Um, and and we we was just talking about Drake on the, we on were. on the, on eighties we babies. Drake so, always pops up. So yeah, why man. you think why you think we doing this joint? So for me, um, look, if we're going to do a blog era album, if we're, if we're going to focus more on the blog era, uh-huh. it makes sense to talk about Drake because I feel like he did come up uh, during the blog era. Right. Right. That's right. my understanding, my limited understanding of the blog era. Because uh, <laughs> as we, spoiler alert to, the, to where were you, I was not really listening to hip hop music around this time, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, but the other thing too is that if we're going to do a Drake album, this is the album I always hear about. Always. Yep, yep. And whenever some whenever Drake puts out a new album, yep. they're always like, oh, well, you know, his it's albums are disappointing. So far, right. so far gone, I feel like it's his best one. Yep, so yep. I'm actually, I was, when, when you suggested, I was actually kind of looking forward to it because I want to hear what everybody keeps talking about. Right, right, right. Um, so that was my understanding about why we're doing this Put You Up for Drake's So Far Gone. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You know. And I mean, yeah, that's, that's real. Like, this is the project that made him the guy. You know, it's it's so interesting that this made him the guy uh-huh. because 
fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and get into like my, my spiel you? about... The, well, not the where were you, okay. but my spiel about how I feel about Drake and how I feel about this album. <laughs> okay. So first of all... Here we go. I, Y'all ready? I feel Strap like... Strap in. I feel like this album could have like... It felt like this album could have came out yesterday. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's so many Drake projects that I've heard over the years that kind of sound just like this. Yep. But not just from a musical perspective, not just from a vibe perspective, but also from like the subject matter. Okay. Because Drake has this way of like not necessarily coming off as like a victim but coming off as a man who has like struggles and he's fighting against it's like me against the world and all these different problems that he has to deal with right okay. and the same problems about like oh these hoes want to sweat me this that and the other <laughs> they don't understand i'm like yo i swear you've been talking about this for like the past 15 years absolutely and absolutely. it's it's here on this album so uh-huh. you say this is the one that made him a star yeah. he's talking about the same subject matter in 2009 before he's a star completely agree and and i mean i don't know if you read the the article i think i might have shared it with you and I definitely shared it on the 80s I'm page. I'm not sure page, if I read but, it though. But there's a, there, I think David Dennis was the one who wrote this article. Okay. And you know, he, he it's it's an, it's an incredible article. Oh, I recommend I it for oh folks. You, said, you said this a while ago. Yeah, a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah, and yeah, basically yeah, yeah, he yeah. talked about how like, you know, he, when So Far Gone came out, he became mm-hmm. this huge Drake fan. And he was hoping that as a man, as he progressed in his life, yeah. Drake's music would also progress with him and grow <laughs> yeah. with him. But you know, now all these years later, 10 years later, he's still the same man that he was yeah. 10 years ago in the So Far Gone stage. And I mean, yeah. I think that's true. Like, you're, yeah. what you're saying isn't wrong. Yeah. However, he's really good at it. Yo, he is good at <laughs> you it. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it. this album laid the blueprint for what, you know, the, the Drake formula. Yeah. And he's kind of just been copying and pasting it, you know, for 10 years. So uh, that's just my, my, that's just my overarching feeling towards the album but uh, i guess we can get into the the where were you so this is 2009 and at this point i'm really into like afrobeat everything like that really into like brazilian funk like george ben era stuff really into just anything that just kind of sounds like uh like organically black funky and not really caring about like um like what like the Western world has to think about it. Okay. Just all that kind of stuff. I'm gotcha. really into that. I'm still listening to classic rock, obviously. I'm still listening to jazz. But in terms of like the new music that I'm listening to or new to my ears, it's not really hip hop. Right. Um, you know, that 808s and a heartbreak shit came out the year prior. <laughs> yeah. And like I skimmed through it and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't yeah. even the beats. It was fucking Kanye West singing. I'm like, yo, this shit sounds trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still feel that way now. Mm. And if we go out to the club, I'm like, first of all, I'm drinking. So I don't really care what's going on. Right. Like I'm just trying to like grind up on something. <laughs> and all I'm hearing is Rack City, bitch, Rack, Rack City, yeah. bitch. And like awful music like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all right. Maybe there's like a snapping song or, you know, yeah. dun, 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 dun. maybe there's something like that. But for the most part, like hip hop to me, I'm just like, I'm just over it at this point. Okay. Um, and all of the artists who I did like from back in the day, they're kind of disappointing. I mean, like, all right, okay. Q Tip has his Renaissance album come out. I enjoyed that, okay. right? That came out in what? 10? I think it came out in uh, 08, actually. Oh, I think it, it did. Okay. I, okay. I would have to go back and check. Yeah, yeah. But I think it came out around this around time frame. Time. Most Def released the Ecstatic sometime around here, okay. I think. Yeah, that sounds think. right. Like 09. And it may have even came a little bit later. But like, so my, the artists that I like, they're still making music and it's okay. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not like, oh my God, like, right, right. this is why I love this artist. It's just right. like, hey, you're still, you're still holding it down. I still enjoy this, but you're not like, you're not changing the game with anything here. Right, right. Um, and so from, I think from that perspective, I'm just kind of like over hip hop. And you and I, this is, this is when you and I are prime G chat arguing <laughs> about like how we feel about hip hop. Right. I'm sitting here telling you to get over it. 
look for new music from back in the day and you're like no nah, man there's still a chance this that and the other yeah. and and you're you're still on it and yeah. and kudos to you you're also making music and things like that right um i don't want to speak for you but i'm just just for the context of where we were when we were arguing because we were definitely like back and forth every single day about something new right. or something that wasn't coming out right. versus like hey let's rap about the supreme clientele shit real quick right, you know what right, i'm saying right, right, right. so that's 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 kind of where that's kind of where i was you okay know? yeah obama so, so. obama's first term True, in office, true. It's, it's fucking cold as shit in DC, yo. It was like ten <laughs> degrees for a solid two months. Man, y'all went out to that inauguration like it was like y'all was on some shit. I stayed hey, at home. Oh yeah, when it was warm, uh, because I went out for the uh, for the election night. But uh, man, yo, it was it was seriously like ten to fifteen degrees. The parties was ill, man. I actually completely forgot about that. Yeah, what you're saying <laughs> is is really real, and um. I remember, uh, so I DJ'd one of the official um, uh, parties. That makes sense. That yeah, makes for sense, the inauguration. Yeah. My you probably da- invited me to that. I don't know if probably, I came, but my yeah. da- my dad. Was oh, like, I do remember this. Go ahead. Yeah, my, so my dad, my dad, which is hilarious because he's, he's this isn't typically him, but he's like, I was, I was telling him, yeah, dad, you know, I got, I got landed this gig. I'm, yeah. I'm DJing, you know, one of the one of the big inauguration parties, and he goes, I want to go, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he, he goes, make sure I have a ticket. And I'm like, okay. So my dad, my dad came up. My homeboy Daryl Graham came up. Shout out to him. Um, DJ the joint. It was cold as hell, just yeah, like you said. Cold as shit. Um, and I remember something happened where like I parked my car in this garage. Okay. DJ the joint. You know, packed up all my stuff, went to the garage, and the shit was locked. Oh, my that's car weird. was locked, and so my dad's like, "How are we gonna get home?" So like I had this whole adventure on Obama's inauguration day where it was, you know, that whole morning, like four o'clock in the morning, something like that, uh, yeah. trying to figure out how I'm going to get, I'm going to get back to Virginia. Um, Cause we were living in Alexandria at the time. Mm. And, uh, and uh, I called E randomly. This is five o'clock in the morning. I call E and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just getting up for work. I got you, bro. Of course. And he rides, he rides through. Shout out to E, man. That's my guy. He, he, he rides through. He picks us up and, and, and takes us. I think I think he took. Yeah, that's right. He, t- he takes us back to Alexandria. So my dad goes, <laughs> my dad goes, so what are you going to do about the car? And I'm like, I'm going to look up when the, when the uh, you know, the, the garage opens back up and then go back and get it. Yeah. He's like, well, how are you going to get it? And I'm like, I guess you got to take the train. And he goes, good luck. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> he goes to sleep. Me and Graham, shout out to Graham. We 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 on the train first thing in the morning, tired as hell, trying to go back and get my freaking car. It was cold. So yeah, I remember that. And the the city was packed. Yeah, the there was, was a crazy. there was a Starbucks, and and like people were like the line was wrapped all the way yeah. around the corner, just people trying to get coffee to wait to go into the inauguration. I do, I do vaguely, um, I wasn't there, I wasn't at that party, but yeah. I do remember you bringing this up because I want to say, did we start DJing together around that time? Yeah, it sounds right. Maybe the same year we we started that party. And this was before I officially had like any equipment. I was still just kind of playlisting and I was borrowing other friends' equipment to just kind of put my things together. Right. But I want to say you had brought it up and then I, I was never able to make it out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you bring up an interesting point about where we were as, I guess, black Americans around that time. Right. Like, look, yeah. you know. My president was black, like, <sighs> all that. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, especially being in D.C. Mm-hmm. around 
Obama's election and inauguration. I mean, that was a special time. Say what you will about his presidency. Yeah. Say what you will about him as a president, as a man, whatever. For sure. Being a black person yeah. in D.C. Yeah. when Obama was getting elected was like, was... There was just nothing like it. And everybody yeah. remembers what I'm talking about. Everybody yeah. who lives here. Yeah. Everything was was closing at like five in the morning for like for like two months. <laughs> because everything was just all like all yeah. election, election, inauguration, inauguration. Yeah. Like everybody was just out. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's when that's when that's when Drake drops this yeah. mixtape. So Drake drops this mixtape. Yeah. Um and so where was I? So yeah. so I moved up to DC in June, July of this year. And you So that means were I was in Richmond, in Richmond at okay. the time. Yeah. So I was in Richmond at the time. And, you know, a couple things that I remember distinctly. Um, I've always told you about my brother and how my brother has really yeah. great mainstream sensibilities. Mm-hmm. So when I first heard about Drake, it was prior to this project dropping, but his name was buzzing. Like, I mean, it was really okay. buzzing. And I, I want to say the record that had kind of leaked, and this is back when we used to lie about, about leaking, like something yeah. leaking. Yeah. So to the blogs, I think was successful. Okay. I think the record successful was the one that was kind of floating around. But yeah. w- whatever it was, there was like one Drake record that was out there and everybody was talking about him. I mean, he was just buzzing. And I remember calling my brother in 2008 and going, um... Yo, I keep hearing about this kid Drake. Yeah. Like, like, what do you think about him? Is he any good? And my brother said, he's better. Okay. And I was like, he's better. He's I was like, I'm hearing this kid's gonna change the game. He said, yes. Yeah. And it's wild because the I way the I remember thing. it, the mm-hmm. way I remember it, and, and he may not have made this specific analogy, but he basically was like, This kid's like LeBron. Okay. Like, you know how like LeBron is like, you know, he's got the handle of a point guard. He's got the body of a tight end. He can jump higher than all the other forwards. Yeah. He can pass better than, than than some of the guards can. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's got like all of these skill sets that don't exist in one human yet. Yeah. And so like that's kind of how my brother described Drake. And so I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta hear this guy. It's so interesting that you say that because I remember in 2007-ish time frame, um, I was out at a cookout somewhere on the outskirts of DC, uh, some Niger cookout. Right, right. right. And uh, I was out th- actually out there with E. Okay. Bring that up. Yeah. And we were rapping with a friend of mine. I'm not going to say her name. Um, she was a woman who, you've actually probably met her before, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She was a woman who like, I wouldn't necessarily characterize as being necessarily like, like a music head or be mm-hmm. able to like break down things the way that we did. Right. But she called it then. Like Drake's name came up. She's like, oh, I think he's going to, I think he's going to pop. It's like, what yeah. do you mean? like, I think he's going to be the next best thing like yeah. ever. Yeah. And I had kind of vaguely heard about some songs that I think he was with with Lil Wayne and maybe mm-hmm. someone else. I can't remember the names of the songs, but they were they were right. on the radio at the time, and I think I had heard them. But I was just like, whatever. Uh-huh. And she got it 100% correct. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. saying that other artists afterwards didn't do, didn't get there as well. You know, you could talk about Kendrick or whatever, but right. I mean, like Drake really did, you know, a pop like that. And yeah. she was absolutely right. And yeah. your brother was right. Yeah. My brother was was absolutely right. To yeah. Completely called it from the door. So, yeah. so you know, my, my brother told me about him. And so then I'm like, okay, I got to hear this guy. Yeah. So um, I, I think I went back and maybe heard comeback season or something. I heard some other stuff and was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this this guy can really rap. Yeah. But, but the crazy thing is, right, he has two mixtapes before this. Okay. But both of them are much more rap oriented. Okay. This was like the one where he stepped out and was like, I'm a singer, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like completely. So, yeah. so the stuff that I heard before, I was like, oh, this dude, he's about to bar up. Like yeah. his, his shit about to be crazy. Yeah. Um, and then So Far Gone drops. 
Uh-huh. And and the thing that I remember most distinctly about it, and you might remember this period, for me, I, I, I didn't like Richmond. And so I was coming to D.C. like every weekend or every other weekend I was driving up and, I hang, and hanging out. Yeah. And I remember coming up, So Far Gone drops. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the week after that or the or in that time frame, I come up to D.C. to visit and I'm hanging with Jelani. Okay. And it was literally the first, like I, I remember I saw him, we looked at each other and he was like, you heard that So Far Gone? And I was like, yo, that nigga's out of here. Like we, we, when we heard this shit, we knew the nigga was out of gotcha. here. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And so like we would be in the club, the best I ever had came on and all yeah. the girls are going crazy. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's out of here, and mm-hmm. and we were we we also as MCs, you know, because we make music. Yeah. Um, we're like this guy can rap. Oh, he got you bars. Know what I mean? he, he got bars. You'll never he hear me say rap. Drake doesn't have bars. Yeah, he You'll can never rap. Hear me say that. And so you know, we we were quoting the bars to each other and everything. So yeah, man. I mean, this is this was this was game changing material. That's gotcha. what I remember. Uh, okay. that's my where were you? So critical reception. I mean, amazing, right? Amazing, beloved. Game changer. I mean, do we, this ha- is, do we have anything on the uh, on the? I'm very well reviewed yeah, no. according to Wikipedia. Okay, what's Wiki saying? Uh, just everything is at least four out of five stars. Okay. Um, Metacritic gave it eighty one. I'm curious if we have anything from our boy Robert, Robert Chris, Chris This might be this might be a little after his his time frame. Yeah. But essentially, yeah. So far, Gone is unquestionably one of the most cohesive, atmospheric hip hop records in recent memory, which wow. is almost the antithesis of what one expects from a mixtape. That's not from Rock, Robert Kurskow. That's just a review that's on here. But uh, for a beginner, even one whose big time endorsements seem to have cemented a promising start, so far gone is a pretty brave effort, and Drake's ability to juggle standard bling and bluster narratives with intelligent narratives bodes well for his future. Okay. I think in retrospect, I can pick through that a little bit, but that's okay. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, it seems like, you know, Complex's number three best albums of 2009, oh, wow. uh, number five best mixtape album of the decade, again from Complex. I mean, yeah. yeah. So good, good stuff here from from my boy. All right, Drake. so we talking good stuff. You wanna you wanna give us what your highlights are over overarching. Overarching highlights. Um, you mentioned before. I mean, the dude can rap. Yeah, you know. And I think that when we did our, when all that whole like top fifty MC thing came out, and I started to come out with like my my tier list. Right. I think I had Drake as he's at least in a tier three, which puts him up there with um with Method Man. I think a tier two might be like. Might be like Jada Kiss and 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 Redman things okay. like that. I think I had Lil there. Wayne in there as well, but I put an asterisk on it, which oh, yeah, is because yeah, the writing thing. Because the writing, right? Yeah. Now I'm assuming that in this time frame he's writing everything, and over the years maybe he's had help writing bars or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. If I knew definitively like the bars that I like from Drake were written from his hand, mm-hmm. then I have no problem putting him as a, as a tier two rapper. I mean, the dude I thought could always spit. Yeah. And it's not that his lyrics are good, like. He sounds good. Yeah. His voice, when he raps, is good. Yeah. I agree. You know, so the overarching highlights, I think, for me, um, yeah, his bars. Duke is yeah. fit. Yeah. Duke is fit. Completely agree. Um, aside from that, this is a really interesting one because it's going to touch on what we spoke about at the at the at the, the top cooker. of the episode okay. which is like some of the subject matter and this whole like me against the world mentality mm. and i think retrospectively looking back is kind of a low light okay. because i think that i think it's kind of him reaching for anything to kind of seem like he's an <laughs> underdog yeah but i think at the time 
if I'm being fair to the context of 2009, mm-hmm. I think it hits. I think it lands. Yeah. And I think that it's just like, okay, like you're talking about something real here. Now, again, because I continue to hear this every year after that. <laughs> For 10 years. It's yeah. kind of like, what are we doing here? Like yeah. at some point, you got to talk about something different. Yeah. But I'm going to try to be fair and say that for the context of 2009, this is his first right. like big project, right. big project. Um, subject matter in a lot of ways, I think it's cool. I think yeah. the idea, uh, the other thing too, I'll, I'll say is an overarching highlight is his uh, his willingness to ex- extend beyond hip hop yes. and grab these other genres. Yeah. Right. The R and B, the Euro pop rock, mm-hmm. um, whatever Santi Gold was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. His his willingness to do this, I think I, I can't speak to what other hip hop artists were doing at the time, but Drake's doing it here, and I had yeah. to give him props for that. So that is an overarching highlight for me. Absolutely. So mine are very similar. Okay. Um, you know, I said Drake as a rapper, the the, the wrapped his ass off on here. Forties yeah. production. Um, I think you know at the time, like you said, what was out was was kind of very homogenous in terms mm-hmm. of the beats. Yeah. Um, Rack City, bitch, Rack Rack City, oh that type God. of stuff was just. It was very, it was, it was everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, the strip club, you know, thing was was really popping, and I feel like you know, Forty gave us this kind of ethereal, down tempo, minimalistic production yeah. that was something that was kind of novel. Yeah. Um, um, the blend of of kind of the previous identity of a mixtape, and I talked about that, which was like rapping over other people's beats and like completely brand new material. Yeah. And he's got November 18th, ignorant shit, yeah. say what's real. Like, Wait, what's November 18th from? Um, June 27th. Um, it's like one of the most famous um, uh, DJ Screw records of all time. Yeah. I didn't recognize that. I only yeah. recognize a sample from um, the, the warning. The warning. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't recognize. I never heard that yeah. beat before. But you know, I mean, I, and we'll talk about it more when we talk about that okay. track. But but you know, just the 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 concept of of kind of blending what the identity of what a mixtape was mm-hmm. with the new identity of a mixtape, basically just being a project with yeah. all new original material was was yeah. dope. Um, Little Wayne. Okay. Um, you know, this is Prime Wayne. It is Prime Wayne. Um, and and if I remember, he was either he just got out of jail or he was like fighting a case and trying to stay out of jail. Um the, the gun charge. He he mentions it oh, on, okay. on, yeah, on, yeah, on the yeah. record. But um so Lil Wayne being not rusty at all and just still being peak rusty? Wayne was was impressive to me. Okay. Um I, I said the ambition of having a multi-genre project yeah. um was 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 a was a highlight. And then lastly, um the narrative. Um, I think, you know, it's it's easy to look back now, 10, 12 years yeah. later and be like, yo, this dude is a whiny, annoying fuck. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, back then, like this kind of emotionally vulnerable, you know, ambitious, yeah, yeah. bright eyed, bushy tailed, wide nose. I'm so happy to be here. You know, narrative was a unique narrative. Yeah. Every rapper was invulnerable. Every rapper had all the bitches, all the money. Yeah. Like they had it all already. Yeah. And so for him to be coming in with this perspective, this fresh perspective of like, I'm just this young guy. I just hope that it lasts. <laughs> I wish that these girls loved me for me. <sighs> I'm in the studio. You know, like it was new. It was yeah. it was new. So I, you know, I, I respect it. It's a highlight. Okay. Should we get into some kind of let's get into the low lights first? Yeah, go for it. Uh yo, this nigga can't sing. <laughs> yeah. Like, here, here's the thing. I can understand, <laughs> I understand why the younger generation of listeners gives Drake credit. Give some points for for being a singer. Right. I get it. Yeah. Because I think they come from a time frame of, and I brought this up in an earlier episode, earlier podcast when I was talking about like Mariah Carey. Uh Right. Like if you're a young listener, 
you're hearing Mariah Carey like when she's in this R&B phase. You're not actually hearing her sing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And in general, I think the singing had gone down in the aughts in late right, late right, 90s, right. right? And I think that if you're listening to Drake, you're like, oh, he can sing. No, he can't sing. He's a bad singer. His yeah. voice when he sings is not good, right, period. Right. That's just a fact. It's just, it's not good, <laughs> right? But I think that if you don't know any better, you literally just don't know any better. Yeah. And so the fact that he's rapping and ha- his rapping his ass off and he's singing and he's touching on these, you know, vulnerable subject matter, right? Yep, yep, like, yep. I think it gives him points. I think it gives him undue points. I don't necessarily respect those points. I hear him. Well, okay. Really? I disagree with the points. I respect the points. I disagree with the points. Okay. Given. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like his singing, it sounds trash. Yeah. The other thing too is I, I will say, and this isn't necessarily his fault, but like, man, auto-tune has really uh, improved over the past 10 years because the yeah. auto-tune on this is like, oh God, this is why everybody hated auto-tune back yeah. in the day. I think I think it's less about the, the technology improving and more about like the engineers yeah. using it in a way mm-hmm. that seems more natural. Yeah. Because, you know, especially when Wayne comes on, like yeah. you can hear the heavy auto-tune on him. Yeah. And it was like, that was the aesthetic that they were going for back then. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that that's not really so much a thing. Um, the only other thing I will say is that I get to like track 13. And there's other songs I liked after that. But I get mm. to track 13, which I actually think is my only alone like, yeah, sooner than later. Mm. And at that point, I'm like, yo, I'm tired of Drake. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm tired. I agree. You know what I mean? And I understand some people might think it's a co- cohesive project. And to be honest, it actually is. Mm. It is a cohesive project, but it's also like, yo, this is too much. Like, mm. you've got three or four songs on here that are, what, six, seven minutes long? Like, <laughs> and it's cool. Like, successful is a highlight for me. Like, that yeah. that joint goes. Yeah. But I'm like, then you also get into to Uptown. I think Uptown is also six minutes long. And I'm just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Ignite Shit, which is a song I like, is five minutes long. Right, and right, right. it's like, and you got all this R&B singing in between. I was just like, yo, I'm tired of this. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm going to give him the same pass I gave to Absol, which is that this is a time frame where these cats are, they're trying to make their mixtapes albums yeah. as something that they can like sell in retail. Mm-hmm. And so run length actually mattered back then. I mean, nowadays we're obviously much more singles oriented, playlist oriented, et cetera. So they don't have to go for length like they did back then. Gotcha. Yeah. Those are my only real overarching lowlights. What mm. are you what are yours? So I also have, you know, Drake as a singer. Yeah. Um, and and I and I, I I noted that he actually sounds better on this project to me than a lot of them. Like I I, Wait on a lot of Drake projects. Yeah, or a lot of, okay. On a lot of Drake, I, I really think he's a bad singer. Yeah, like, like I, I don't think he's a good singer no. at all. And I think, I think like a, it, it's a, it's a double edged sword, right? Because it's it's something that he can do, and 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 right, it's something that it's it's a muscle that he can flex. I mean, you you've told me, hey, your music's good, but you should try to experiment with your voice and et cetera. Right? There's some context behind that, but yes, go ahead. So I mean, and I I think like it it gives him. It gives him another weapon, you know. Kyrie, yeah. when he when he developed a jump shot, he became a more a more dangerous, you know, guard because it's like he can beat you with the slash, he can beat you off the dribble, but then he mm. can also pull up. It's like, yeah. oh shit, now he can pull up. So I get I get why it's a weapon. One. Yeah. Two, um, it makes his music more accessible to more people. I agree. Right, and and, agree. It, and it really really works for mm-hmm. him. Um, three, and it's funny because I remember one of his early interviews, he quoted Tupac. And basically there was a Tupac interview where Tupac said, yo, you just got to make music for the bitches. If you make music for the ladies and they like your shit, then you're going to go. Yeah. And the niggas are just going to be mad or they're going to act like they're mad, but, they, but they'll rock with it because they like everything the ladies like. Yeah. And he clearly leans all the way the fuck into mm-hmm. that. So like, I respect it exactly the same yeah. way you said it. I respect it. I just don't like it. It's not yeah. for me. And I think 
on records like Best I Ever Had, where he just flexes it to show you that it's in his his cadre, yeah. but then it he, makes sense he goes back, yeah. it makes sense. But when he has full records where I have to listen to this nigga sing for three, four, five minutes, yeah, it, it really it's grates bad. on me personally. Yeah. I, I, I really don't like him as a singer. So that's just me in my opinion. I'm, I'm you know. So um, the oh, next, more. the next, uh, I got, I got a few. Go ahead. The next low light is, um, is a highlight as well as the ambition of this multi-genre project. Mm. Um, there was yeah. almost too much experimentation in gotcha. my opinion. Um, and that leads me to my third, and I just called it Shang Tsung. I've always said, I've always called Drake since this era Shang Tsung. Why do I know that? Name? Isn't that a video game? Shang Tsung is the character in Mortal Kombat is that, he like, his he's the villain. Yeah. And basically, what he does is. He steals the powers of other oh, characters. Yeah, 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 so yeah. if he fights you, then he like he injures you. And then if you shoot yeah. fireballs, then he shoots fireballs gotcha. back at you. If you yeah. whatever. The, Drake is Shang Tsung. Mm -hmm. Drake, he's 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 he makes algorithm rap. Yeah. He scans the world for for what's popular anywhere in the yeah. world. He finds something that people like, and then he just steals your shit. He might even throw you on the track, which actually happens on this album. Yeah. He might even throw you on there to give him validity that he's he, that he's he he's you. Yeah. And then he steals your shit, and then he discards you, and he moves on to the next. Which step. track in particular did he do that? Um. So there's uh there's what's the name of the record with with Bun B on it? Oh, uptown. uptown. Yeah. He he he's got the whole like uh Texas, you know, yeah. situation. He's yeah, got Bun B right, on it. Right. Unstoppable with yeah, Santo Gold. That's Santa a Santo Gold, Gold yeah. song that he's just on, right? Like he, he raps on Santo Gold shit. He puts her on there. The Likey Lee uh uh shit. Like half of the it's records. So funny because on here, those are all highlights for me. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool. Like, but 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 it's 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 other people's shit. Yeah. The one yeah. that the one that bothers me the most, and it's because I actually like the song, is Let's Call It Off. Okay. Because clearly. You know, that's the uh, Peter Bjorn record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the song yeah, yeah, is great, but I don't yeah. need Drake on there. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's yeah. clearly, he's scouring the world. He's seeing that this kind of, of you know, pop rock situation is popular. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so he's like, I'll just get them to write yeah. me some shit and I'll just put my voice on it and put it on my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, so, was that their song originally? Or did they write, write that song for Drake? I don't, I don't know how, okay. they, how they, they put it together, uh, but I'm just saying like, I don't think Drake's is is singing in the shower and he yeah. comes up with let's call it off. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. So so just like the whole Shang Tsung shit is like it's cool like I guess it, it it's great when it works like the Versace Versace shit where you know he just completely no, stole their shit. No. Look, it's not. It's it's corny. Yeah. Um it's smart, but it's corny. Right. It's strategic, it's calculated. It I think in some some ways you could actually say it's, it's kind of disrespectful. To music and art, mm -hmm. I think it treats it, it it treats music strictly as a commercial product versus as an artistic yeah. uh, creation. I think yeah. when you do that, yeah, it's interesting, right? Because you know, I also call him peak algorithm rap, mm -hmm. right? Like the nigga's just literally just like he's putting he's processing this shit. Like, okay, this is gonna work, this is gonna work, and then he's putting out projects yeah. that are literally just algorithm based. And it's in, it's interesting because and we've we've made this criticism about other artists. I won't name them, but um. This project in many ways, though we love it and though it's a classic and everything, sounds a bit dated. Okay. And the reason it sounds a bit dated is because it really sounds like 09. Mm -hmm. But that's what happens when you algorithmize the way sure. you make music. Is yeah, like You're like, oh, this is the sound that's popping. I'm going to make yeah. it. But yeah. that sound is going to pop for that time frame and then it's going to move on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. And then my last one is the Lil Wayne influence. Um, I don't know that I ever realized or remembered 
how much this nigga was influenced by oh, Lil yeah. Wayne until yeah. I went back and listened to this. This nigga's literally his whole flow oh, yeah. is Wayne's flow especially, on the all over this shit. Especially on a track, I think it's a bonus track. Congratulate, like he really sounds like Lil Wayne. Then. Yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and and uh, those are just my low lights. I know everybody loves this project, um, but you know, man, like I, like I'm glad that he kind of has evolved past the 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 like bitten Wayne cadence. Yeah, because he he's it's all over this project. I got you. So those are my lowlights. Well, let's get into some track for track highlights. Let's. Uh, let's. Why don't you start off? Sure. Uh, Lust for life. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Um. I mean. This was. This was the line when me and Jay looked at each other and we said, "Yo, you heard that so far gone? Black suburban with the tent on it, fresher than a pillow with a mint on it. It's <laughs> like, okay, nigga, you you barring up. Yeah. So um, barring up. Um, you know, speaks back to my highlight of of this kind of fresh perspective of of you know, uh, being this bright eyed, bushy tailed person in the industry and just you know being so happy to be here and wanting to be a successful person. This track was perfect gotcha. in terms of that to me. So okay. what, is it a highlight for you? It's not a highlight for me. It's not a low light either. It's okay. fine. Um, because the uh, it's just not really kind of like my sound my vibe but i agree okay. with you like he's barring up yeah. it's it's cool yeah. it's fine it's good yeah you know what i mean it's not it's not it doesn't stand out to me as like oh this is, is amazing but it's like it's cool where i yeah. think it's a great way to start the album too it's like you know um just the way the beat comes in with the okay. sparkling keys and then he just he just you know takes off so yeah. highlight for me okay yeah. what's your uh what's your next one my next is successful and i'll yeah. let you talk about that look successful i mean look he he's barring up obviously but i think like your know, trace trace songs i kind of feel bad to bad for him to an extent okay why is that because i think that if trace songs were actually alive or um at his peak when singing really mattered we would we would have an even higher opinion of him than we do Okay. Right, I feel like Trey, people always say like, "Oh, I like Trey songs." Like, I right. think he can sing, right. but I think that he has to kind of like uh, cater his sound to like the limitations of like today's. Oh, ears. I see. You know what I'm saying? saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because when he first came out, like with the "Just Gotta Make It" and stuff, like mm -hmm. he was he wasn't tied to what you're talking about, which is it, like this era of like auto tune and stuff. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that he would be like one of the greatest singers ever. Yeah, but I don't think that anyone would ever even consider him that. And I, what I'm saying is I. I I think that if we could transport Dre, uh, excuse me, Trey songs back to like the late sixties or the seventies, mm. whatever, that like we might even think of him even mm. higher. Is my is my is my. Is so my you point. you do know that like a lot of his reduction in public perception has been because of his own off off the mic behaviors, right? No, well, I'm I'm just talking okay, about his voice. Talking about his I'm voice. just okay. talking about his voice. Because I because I honestly think even even in this current context. Mm -hmm. He could be he could be viewed a lot higher if it weren't for the things that he's been accused of. I'm strictly speaking gotcha. of his voice. Like gotcha. when people talk about like, oh, who are the best like male singers? Like no one's gonna throw Trey songs into yeah, the mix at no. all. You know, you might hear Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, whatever. You would put him in that in that class of singers. No, 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 no. I'm okay. just what I'm saying. What I'm saying though is that if you were around during that era, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if yeah. he because I I do think he can sing. Yeah, he can sing. Um, anyway, look, I digress. I digress. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no successful i mean the it's just a really really good it's just a really really good song i don't really have anything else to say about it other than yeah. other than this first of all it's a song that could still come out today and i listened and i listened back on it. i actually didn't realize this song was so old 
Really? Right? Because I never heard this project. Oh, but this was okay. a song that I always kind of like stuck with me. I was like, oh yeah. And I'm listening yeah. to it now and I'm like, no, nah, this, this is a really good song. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. You know, my, my notes are, uh, he rapped his ass off and he proved that he could sing next to Trey songs. I, I, I think, I think, you know, back to my kind of Shang Tsung situation, right? Like yeah. Drake, because I, I don't know if you remember this, but when Trey songs came out, he would put out mixtapes where he was rapping. Oh, was it? Like he can sing and rap. Yeah. He's he is that that bi-directional talent, but I think mm-hmm. he just leaned into the singing because he, he got yeah. more out of it. But um, yeah. So Drake, so Drake brings Trey songs on for validity, and and mind you, this is go girl, it's your birthday, Trey yeah. songs. Like this nigga yeah. was top of the world, right? Drake gets on the song doing what Trey songs is doing. He's got Lil Wayne on there as well. Um, and and it, it gives him that validity. To, so that we 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 kind of open you know the kimono to him later in the in the, yeah. in the project when he's doing what Trey Songz was already known for doing. Okay. So yeah, but but man, raps next to, to Lil Wayne and he's he's he's, he's killing it. Sings next to Trey Songz, he's he's killing it. Like I, this song is great. Um, I'm gonna interject on your highlights for me. Next one is the next song. Let's call it off. Is that okay. a highlight for you? No, and so I told a, you why. Right. So it's a highlight for me just yeah. because. It's a good song. I love that like Euro rock pop shit. Yeah, like I yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, and especially around this time frame. Yeah, yeah. And like, look, I think Drake sounds really bad on this record. Really? I think he sounds bad on this record. I think it's, I, so. One of the things I noticed, and I actually noted it here, is that um, they clearly stacked his voice with someone else's yeah, voice. They do to try to make it so it doesn't sound so bad, and so it doesn't sound so bad to me because of that. For me, he sounds bad. I wish he sounded better, but despite how bad he sounds i just i just really get into the groove of this song like i'm just i'm mm. all here for this like euro rock pop shit like i, I love it yeah, so yeah. yeah that's so it's just a highlight for me it's a great vibe um you know and i again wish he wasn't on it yeah. like i think if this yeah. was a song that came out and it was like a peter bjorn song yeah. and it's just i'd be like Yo, this yeah this shit goes. no I, I i wish the same like i yeah, wish yeah. i wish he weren't on it despite the fact that's my desire for the song i still really like the song right right so yeah. yeah what's your uh what's your what's your next highlight next highlight is november 18th i think the thing for me is that first of all i, I like the beat obviously yeah. because of throwback to, to to the warning i never heard mm-hmm. it on the original the original beat right but i th- again i think drake sounds bad on here i i want to like this song more than i do okay i just think it like i think his like kind of like quasi singing voice just sounds Sounds bad to me. Yeah. And there's not enough other things in the song to redeem it. So it's not a highlight for me. But I don't yeah. hate it, though. I think it became a highlight for me. And I, I'm I'm recommending this podcast to you. I think you should actually check it out. Um, Shea Serrano did a podcast about the life of DJ Screw. Okay. Um, and I, I forget who. It might have even been uh, Brandon Jenkins. Somebody somebody did a, 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 a... It was like maybe five episodes about the life of DJ Screw. This is a Houston DJ Screw. Yes. Died from, so, died from lean DJ Screw. Yeah. When did he die? I don't know the year off the top of my head. Okay. Because yeah, like, when did this beat come out? This is it. Because I thought he died like mid 90s. Yeah, not mid 90s, but like maybe late 90s. Is that what it was? Yeah. So right. so this record is like like one of the, like the big, the big DJ Screw records. Yeah, it's a dope and so, beat. So um, the record was called June 27th. Okay. And apparently it's like a bunch of niggas that they that they roll with just like came through. They got some lean DJ screws on the turntables yeah. and they just started freestyling over this. But, you know, the whole concept of screw slowing things down. This beat is a Jermaine Dupri beat um, for a crisscross song. 
And somehow, and, and it's funny because I saw uh, they, they did an interview with Jermaine Dupri and they asked him, how did he get like the instrumental to that shit to even like make it? And Jermaine Dupri is kind of like, I don't even remember. Like, I don't know how he got the shit. But anyway, <laughs> Screw gets the shit. He screws it. He, he slows it all the yeah. way down. He chops it. <clears throat> and then Big Pokey and, 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 and Big Mo, you know, get in there and they start flowing and mm -hmm. singing and the whole night. And they, they kill the shit. And that became like the record that, you know, if you're in Houston and again, Houston folks, don't kill me because I don't know. I just I just heard it on the podcast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're in Houston and you, you know, you go to these car shows or whatever and you they all blast in June 27th out Word. of their whip like this is their okay. shit. So, you know, I think Drake taking that and then like giving it his own, you know, date and and, you know, combining his. <clears throat> singing and rapping thing and everything like that's what made it a highlight for me okay um is ignorant shit a highlight for you it is it's a highlight for me so yeah you want to talk about it uh just again barring up um i like the beat wayne on here is also very good and this is another like biggie sample right back-to-back -back yeah, biggie samples yeah, and I, yeah. look and then for me in my context my ear from my perspective it's a, it's a biggie sample but right, like right, yeah right. like it's dope. It's it's real easy. You you can't really go wrong with it. But they're 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 spitting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't leave me unguarded. I'm a yeah. cheesehead. Word to Vince Lombardi. Yo, hello. Yeah. Wayne was barring up on this shit. I was yeah. like, oh, this is oh, this is vintage Wayne. And yeah. then the first thing I'm gonna do is free Wheezy. Go mm -hmm. is dope because like I said, like the nigga was either fighting a case or just got out of jail. Yeah. And then it's like, oh shit, that's Wayne. You know, yeah. and he, he killed it. Um. It's a Jay Z record, which is ambitious. Anyway, ignorance shit was was a was a Jay Z record. On which album was it? Kingdom Come, maybe or something. Was it? Or American American Gangster? American Gangster. Was it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I think you're I got right. That I, ignorant shit you love, nigga, fuck shit, ass bitch, chick, plus ice. Or I like American Gangster. I haven't. It's been a yeah, while since I listened to that album because yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. So th so th this one, the crazy thing was. Siegel was fighting a case. Yeah. And so he said, the first thing I'm going to do is free Siegel, go. And then Siegel oh, raps. Oh, yeah. So then yeah, they yeah, took yeah. that concept. Yeah, and then he says, okay, first thing I'm going to do is free Wheezy, go. Yeah. It's so, been a while since I listened yeah. to American Gangster. And that's an album yeah. that I like. Yeah. You should check it out. That, this was one of my favorite songs off that joint. Gotcha. So produced by Just Blaze. And yeah, I mean, they rapping the ass off. All right. What's your, what's your next highlight? Say What's Real. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I feel like this is the beginning of Drake's like stream of consciousness. Um, you know, five a.m. in Dubai, two p.m. in Alexandria, whatever the yeah. fuck records, right? Um, and this is like one of the best of them. You know, yeah. it's just like it's just the beat just on. It's it's brooding. It's it's you know a throwback to the Kanye situation because he clearly clearly was influenced by eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he just wraps his ass off. I think when I was first doing my notes for this i didn't say that it was a highlight but listening on the way over i was like no maybe i probably should put this one as a highlight because you know i don't like that song from kanye but not because of the beat because i think kanye sounds like trash yeah, on it yeah. right and he does he just yeah. he sounds like shit on that record yo but in a recent interview kanye said the reason he did that album is because he was working on a song yeah michael jackson came to the studio he said he played the song for Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson said, whose voice is that? That sounds good. And he said, when Michael Jackson told me that my voice sounded good, I said, fuck it. I'm doing a whole album of me singing. 
Michael Jackson. Yo, Mike, why did you do that, you bro? Might why did you might have ruined do that? music. <laughs> low key, low key, because that 808 shit oh, influenced so this whole generation. Look, nigga. there's no Lil Easy Vert without 808s and Heartbreaks. There's no Drake without without 808s. Now, this album was literally right. him going, okay, this is what they did on 808s. I feel like that's a salute that. me or shoot me moment that I'm not as as well versed in what Drake was doing before 808s. Because okay. I, I don't know. I'm going to send you comeback season and then listen to comeback season and then tell me that this is not influenced by 808s. Okay. Yeah. Because comeback season is fire. All right. All yeah. right. But, um, but yeah, no, I... Again, Drake is barring up here. Yeah. So and I and I and I like the beat. So it probably should be a highlight for me. I get why it's not for you though, to yeah. some degree, because this is like peak like whiny Drake, right? Like yeah. my my life is so hard. My mom was crying and she wanted to leave because our life was hard and then you know, so I get why I get why you would feel that way. But it's dope. Like that's his perspective. That's you know, his his, his shit. So yeah. Hey, you know. Uh what's your next highlight? Best I ever had. So all right, so let me go to mine first. So yeah, I actually like Little Bit. Okay. Um, I, I wish the vocal performance was better, but I just kind of like that. I just kind of like that kind of music. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that it's like, well, if he if he's gonna do it, yeah, then then do it. Yeah. Um, and it's like you said, it's it's one of those things where you know he he might take another artist from their own shit, and yeah. I'm not sure if that's the case here. Yeah, it is. But uh, so it is. Yeah. So it's it's t- he's taking like I take it he's taking their best shit. Oh no, I don't know if this I don't oh, think this okay. is an existing song. I'm just okay. saying like this is like, oh, this chick is popping. Yeah. I'll just get her to make her song like she would normally and then I'll yeah. put myself on it and then now I'm popping. I just I like it. Yeah. I like it. So like I was going listening to it again today. I was like, yeah, like I, I really like this song. Um yeah. again, I wish he sounded better on it. Yeah. But um yeah, it was a song I, I enjoyed. That's what's up. These um, don't do it for me. That's fair, that's yeah. fair. Uh, so now, uh, best I ever had. This is a highlight Man, for you. Best I ever had. It the, is not what a highlight. For what me. I wrote was game changer. That look, I respect the song. I don't mm, like the song. I don't think I ever liked the song. Interesting. I love it. No, no, I, I feel you. I'm I'm in the minority and, here. And and let me tell you why it's a game changer. It's yeah. a game changer because um, at the time, there was kind of a fissure between real hip hop yeah underground hip hop yeah and mainstream niggas that sing and they talk about hoes and they talk about their money and whatever yeah. right um what drake does here is he gives us a record that has a an underground hip hop a real hip hop aesthetic yeah this sample chop is some shit that you would hear on a little brother record or whatever the fuck. The whatever, however the song starts with a da, da, da. Yeah. like I like that part. Yeah, that's, that's about the only aspect oh, of the song that I like. The only thing that that grates on me now is the drum cadence. Like yeah, it gets, it yeah gets exactly. Old, it gets old really fast. Exactly. But but back, you know back then he was what he was doing was he was taking like this underground sample chop yeah. aesthetic and giving you a a club feel with the drum with the drum cadence and then he's singing on it and rapping i respect that i just yeah. never really enjoyed the song and i listen to it now this is actually one that i was like yeah. you know when i'm when i'm listening to this album i give it a couple of listens and then on the after i get to three four and five i'm like i'm skipping yeah. the song because I, I i don't need to hear it he he's his rapping is really corny on here but like yeah. you know like like it like it makes sense like yeah. you know what i mean and, and this was this was a, a girl no, joint in the era this is absolutely I would not have characterized it as a game-changing song, but having hearing you say that, I would agree. This is definitely yeah. a game-changing song. This, I don't yeah. not respect the song. I just this was the record that man. This joint came on the oh, club. The girls was going crazy, oh, I and I remember I remember having a conversation with Jelani about like it's so funny how the, and it's it, it's interesting because he's continued to ride this way, but like 
the nigga can come through with with the same misogyny as yeah. the most misogynistic niggas, and girls yeah. won't won't even it doesn't register on their radio. This radar. This nigga said, <laughs> "You be up on everything. Other hoes ain't never on it." So you're calling her a hoe, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like the girls are like, "Oh my god, this is so sweet." Like, look, this there's, is, a, there's a lot of songs. He's like such that. a sweet guy. I'm like, okay, that works. Um, there's a lot of songs the, like that. The other thing I remember about this record, which is hilarious, and and actually. Rumor has it, or whatever, that this was like the real kind of beginning of the beef between Drake and Kanye. Mm. But Kanye uh, produced the or directed the music video for Best I Ever Had. Did he? And I remember it's funny because we used to call it Breast I Ever Had. Because like the whole concept is like Drake is like coaching this basketball team of girls, oh, and they're yeah, all yeah, these yeah. light skinned girls with big breasts, yeah. and they're all it's running he's around. He's got like the old like varsity jacket, whatever, like the I white and red. I don't know. But yeah, so they're all running around and their boobs are flopping and you know, whatever. They got this like all a bunch of light skinned girls with yeah. long hair and big boobs. And I feel like some people came out and said that it one, the video objectified women, and two, he only cast light skinned women in sure. the in the, the video. But it was Kanye. Like Ka- yeah. it was it Kanye's entire artistic vision. Yeah. And so some people that, believe Kanye likes that. Some people Kanye be- doesn't like black women. But some people believe that Kanye intentionally sabotaged him by, by making his first video this like, uh, you know, really um objectifying type of joint or whatever. No, nah, yeah. Kanye likes to light skin. Yeah, that's his that's his jam. That's his jam. So um, what's your next uh, highlight? Uh so my next highlight is um interesting. Okay. Actually, I don't have any other highlights. Me neither. Um, from, okay. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. So what I was going to say yeah. is um, I don't care for Lil Wayne and Drake on Unstoppable. Okay. But the song and Santi Gold on it, like I was listening to it today and I was singing a hook. So I think that if you took them off of it, like I actually kind of want to hear her original song, okay, which I haven't heard, but like I liked her on it. But so I was considering putting that a highlight, um, okay. but but I'm not. Yeah, I think the only other thing I'll, I'll say might be a highlight is just the outro, just because it's just like a straight jazz little piano. Yeah, and I'm like, oh good, no more Drake, like I'm done. <laughs> So I'll say that is probably my next Word. highlight, maybe. I don't my, know. What, my, what else do you have? My thoughts on Unstoppable, though. Um, Diplo is another nigga who likes to shank song people's that is culture. True. So, that so is that true. Makes, that makes Cult- sense culture vulture? Mm, possibly. Culture vulture, dude. Um, but, but yeah, like I actually feel the opposite about Unstoppable. Um, okay. I don't like this San- Santo Gold joint. I've never liked Santo Gold. I, I remember you. I used to go to festivals. She would be on the bill. I would go get drinks and food and ba- go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because I just, that's not for me. So, that this this shit annoys the fuck out of me. This it's, hook it annoys the hell out so of me. It's so weird because I think that's the reason why I didn't put it as a highlight because I wasn't really enjoying it like on the first few listens. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm I'm driving over here and I was like, I got the B on Stoppable. I was like, well, I guess I do like it. I don't know. It was <laughs> yeah. weird. But was actually, weird. I felt like Wayne and Drake rapped well on it, like for what Did it was, because the song is Maybe. annoying. But they incorporate like interesting pockets. Okay. Um, in terms of their flow, they don't say right. shit, but they they have good pockets. All right. So no other highlights for you. No other highlights. The only other one I'll kind of call out that's worth uh, you know discussion is to me is uh, the Bria's interlude. Interesting. Um, and for two reasons. One, it's kind of cool. I, I I like when people have interludes on their project that they're okay. not on. 
So like you know funny. you get a random Omarion appearance, yeah. you know, which he's supposedly not signed and he's cool with Omarion, whatever. Uh, but you get the random Omarion appearance and and, it's, and he sounds good. The joint sounds good. It's cool. The other thing that's notable is this is supposed to be for Bria Miles. Why do I know that name? Oh, you oh, the the, uh, the the dark skin joint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. Bria, Bria, Bria could get an inter interlude. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I mean, hey, I, I feel you, bro. Like, yeah, you know, make it, make your interlude. Get get Bria your friend. Was bad. That, She's still bad. Exactly. Get your yeah. friend that can sing and, and 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 make that interlude for Bria, bro. I'm, I'm with you. That name Bria Miles. Yeah, okay. I'm with yeah. You. yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm cool with it. That's um, low lights or med lights. Mostly just mad lights. And like half of the project is a mad light to me. All right. So my only real low light okay. is sooner than later. Okay. And this is the point where I'm like, yo, is this actually a hip hop album or an R&B album? Okay. Right. And and I do think at, at first I was willing to say like, no, this is an R&B album with a few hip hop tracks. Right. I think that's unfair. I think, it's, I think it is a hip hop album. Okay. But I also think if you want to say it's an R&B album, it's that too. Yeah. And I think that the thing that kind of... Like, I really wanted to skip this song, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down and listen to it. And in my notes, this is what this is what I put down. I said, all right, the lyrics to this song sound like they have genuine, real person emotions without having any clever insight, nuanced perspective, or a sense of self-reflection. Huh. Right? And like, I feel like that's the case with a lot of the shit he talks about. Right? It's like, all right, we talk about Emo Drake and we kind of make fun of it. Right. But then we also commend him for being vulnerable and 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 talking about these emotions. Right, right. But then if you actually really think about it, it's like, yo, this stuff is like really fucking surface level. Hmm. There's not a lot of thought really put into it. It's just like, oh, how do I feel? Which is fine. But it's also like, I mean, come on. Like, how old are you? Like, where's your, where's your growth? And mm. I know that this is me kind of like complaining about like contemporary Drake. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, you've been literally rapping about or singing about the same shit since 2009. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I think I got to give him that criticism for now. But back then, yeah. I mean, he was probably, what, a 20? I mean, so, so what? Drake is like a year younger than me. Is he? So, oh, yeah. Right. So, I mean, he's probably, what? He was probably like 23 years That's old, old or something when he went... I guess he's a child actor. Yeah. He talks about he dropped out of school, you know, but pursued his acting career. Maybe this is just my this maybe this is just my critique of just Jake and Drake in general. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like this is still the same Drake that we have. Completely. Right? Like if he dropped this song yesterday, it's like, all right, like of course. Yeah, yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. No, I get it. Agree. You know, still yeah. still Drake, still same Drake who doesn't have growth. Whatever. Yeah. But I mean like people like that, clever um like it. certified lover boy, whatever. They people like that shit. <laughs> don't they anyway so, so yeah. yeah so so in, in general general thoughts about the project i think i i kind of have delivered all my thoughts about it you know okay. i don't the songs that are kind of like meh i don't really have to go through them at all yeah. um you know brand new is another one nah yeah you know like uh am i really acting brand new it's like it's like i mean i guess in 2009 drake it's fine i guess he right. would be what 23 at that time and yeah, i'm just doing quick like math all right i guess for 23 24 year old drake it's fine right. but i also feel again like this is still 36 year old drake but maybe maybe you know what yeah i think you're right i think mm -hmm. for us to for us to judge him yeah. based on how old he was when he did this music that's unfair right. but i think the reason why it's so easy to do that is because like it just sounds like the same thing we've always heard yeah it's it, it if you listen to it with 2022 20, ears yeah then it's it's easy to make that criticism yeah. but the other thing to consider right is that 
this was a unique perspective back then. Yeah. Like now everybody sounds like this because all these niggas copied Drake's blueprint, but, but, but he was the one who put that blueprint on. But out. you know what though? Here's what I'll also say though, is that like you go back and you listen to like young Andre 3000, like Equimini. And of course okay. it's Andre 3000, so that's not right. Right, he's like one of the greatest but I'm like, of all time. <laughs> but you also hear like the level of insight and introspect, uh, introspection that he has. Okay. And even someone like Biggie or Tupac, and I understand mm. these are like great artists, whatever. Yeah. I get that. But still, it's just like, it is possible. I think the thing that makes me saddest is that Drake is commended for his level of introspection. And yeah. it tells me that m the majority of people are either very shallow yes. Yes. or entertained by yes. very shallow I think that's the thing. Because look, yeah. we talk about, like I, I talk about, um, you know, one of my friends, I think he's probably like 30 now. Mm -hmm. uh, and he gets into all this music, like he loves Drake. Yeah. And when I tell him about like other, other, other hip hop artists who have like better raps, he's like, well, look, like I'm not really trying to think. I'm not really trying to get too deep. I'm just kind of trying to vibe. vibe and yeah. I'm like, you don't actually have to think too hard to recognize that like Nas <laughs> has some right. really sick wordplay. Right. Like life's a bitch, but God forbid the bitch divorce me. I'm like, you don't have to get too deep there. Right, right. You know, right. Just, it's all right there. It's right. just in front exactly. of you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And if and if and if good lyrical skills are 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 too much for you, then you know what does that say? But the other thing too is just like, no, Drake is barring up. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but I do think though that I guess when it comes to this more emo rap stuff, I mean you're right. Like I guess it's just the vibe, and they don't have to to think too much about it. I don't right, know. Right. Because because prior to Drake, the only person off the top of my head that I can think of that really lived in this chamber was Joe Budden. Okay. But Joe Budden, Kanye was, too a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I mean, eight away and heartbreaks, dude. Yeah. I don't know. He wasn't he wasn't rapping well though. Well, he doesn't. He wasn't singing well either. There it is. But so with Joe Budden, the thing was though, his music was not nearly as aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. He uh, his his music was poorly mixed. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the production wasn't wasn't something that was accessible to you know women and yeah. children and old people and everything like like Drake's. Yeah. So you know he kind of, he kind of took that format in terms of the the mood music, the moody yeah. music, and like made it something more palatable for everybody. And, yeah, you know, to to some degree, that's commendable. The other track that I wanted to talk about was um Uptown. Okay. Um, because it birthed the the line "Hardly home, but always repping." Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. wear that on T-shirts. Yeah. I feel like it's 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 a mantra that would work for me, but I feel like it's a mantra that probably works for everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? And Drake is really good at that, right? He's yeah. really good at giving you these like one-liners that become like Instagram captions or mm -hmm. whatever. And this is the beginning of that with this project. No, uh. Uptown is just a song that um, I think it was fine. I think that like his vocal performance on there was kind of annoying to me. Uh, it's another track that, yeah. that's six minutes long. Hella long. I like. Look, you know I respect Bun B. Um, it's it's fine. It wasn't a highlight for me, but like yeah. it was cool. I have unpopular opinion. Bun B actually sounds pedestrian on this record next to Little Wayne. It's not a record that I like. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not I don't dislike I like it, either. but it's it's yeah. fine. It's just fine. I agree. But it, but the what I will say is that the I feel like it's a notable song. Like it has presence. Like I feel like this isn't this is an album. This is a song you have to discuss if you're talking about the album. Yeah. Just because you, you have Bun on it, you have Wayne on right, it. Right. It's got that like Houston sound to yeah. it. You know what I mean? So. But yeah, it's like it's 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 the mayonnaise Drake, right? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So it's you can run and tell my city, I'm on. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on. Okay. So what is this about? It's not about. Yeah, anything. I wasn't really feeling that. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Do we have anything else to discuss with this project? Not really, other than the calm is something that gets people say a lot about it, and I don't, I don't, it never did anything. For so me. in my notes, I said that I guess this is his reflection, right? Like that was it. Like, but I think at that point, I was also so over this project. Okay. Um, the thing is, is that if we go back to your earlier point, and real mm. quick, if our video feed cuts off, we're not sure how much time there's going to be on it, but just. <laughs> forgive us for that right um to your earlier point about people thinking that something is like deep when it really isn't or whatever right mm -hmm. and they can buy into whatever introspection they feel that drake is giving us right i think from that point of view yeah this is this is really meaningful but if you're able to be like us or like me let me not speak for you and be on my arrogant pretentious high horse and be like look i see through all this bullshit to whatever then it's not going to do anything for me right which maybe that's corny for me to not really give this shit a chance and to diss anybody else who might think that the, he's really talking about some shit on this record I, I i feel like again i feel like it's it's reflection but it's also like yeah. it's also it, it's weird like he has this ability to feel like he's really saying something and it and it and it lands that way it's received that way mm -hmm. it also just feels like it doesn't matter at the same time yeah it's i don't know how he's able to do that it's amazing and i'm not actually. sure if that's a talent i'm not sure if that's it's something definitely that, a talent is it a talent like it just yeah. feels like it's so i could like, just like dismiss it it's like he's a basic bitch but like he's really <laughs> good at being a rapper like you know what i'm saying it's like he he's got like these basic bitch bars, but it's like that's why his shits be like crazy Instagram captions. Every time a Drake song drops, all the IG models and everything are running to the to the yeah. joint to try to post them because he's narrating like their life and their perspective. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel. And that's it, I don't even I'm not even really trying to diss the dude. I'm no, just I saying, you. you know, I but but with the calm, you. like the the beat and the production and it as a as a musical piece it's not interesting enough for yeah. me to me to even yeah. care like what he's talking about that's fair well that's a lot of this music yeah right and that's that's not that's a lot of this music from this point on until now mm. you know what i mean like that's why i kind of get confused with when people tell me that they love these projects i'm like yo you've got a project where like nine to ten songs sound like kind of what, what you're talking about where it's like mm. oh the beat's not all that interesting enough this and the other what he's talking about isn't all that interesting enough but like it fits in the vibe yeah and i'm like yo like how don't you guys ever get tired of hearing this like yeah. i don't i don't know but he's a master of moments man yeah. like he you know he's going to make something that is exactly what the people want in yeah. that moment like what they want. So but what then you know when you try to go back it typically doesn't age amazing because it, well, that's was, why, it was for that moment but that's why when i would say i was so i remember, i don't remember when i said this but when i was talking about like um um panama's nephew mm -hmm. i think who's who's person who lived next to him in the dorm or whatever uh was constantly going back to listen to views yeah 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 and uh, that's the one with controller and one more dance right that sounds right one dance one dance yeah mm -hmm. and i think there might be like another song on there that i was like kind of cool with the rest of them I'm just like whatever mm -hmm. but like nah it's it stuck with it so this this music that we're that we're discussing like this is sticking with people maybe I, it's sticking with people enough yeah you know? I don't know maybe it's maybe it's just a generational thing yeah maybe so that's yeah. that's why i said that's why i'm like i'm just not sure if i understand a lot of this music and so this is this is a project that i think perfectly is uh embolic of that so if yeah. that, i said that word correctly actually right, also i think that should wrap it up for our put you up for the so far gone uh drake's best ever project 
uh, I like comeback season, but oh, probably okay. the, the consensus would probably say that it's his best project. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let us know what you think about this video format, assuming we're still here. I don't know if we're still recording or not, but let us know what you think. We're still going to try to work on it. Um, we're trying to get it so that what you hear on the video is actually coming from the mic and not from the cameras. The camera, right. I'm not sure if we, we figured that out yet, but anyway, but we're still going to release this episode to the podcast and uh, we're going to try to do some more video content going forward. Yeah, as yeah. soon as we get it sorted out, we figured why not just try it with this one. So yeah, it's kind of like a test feed. Yeah. So, you know, thank y'all for being patient with this format while we try to get it right. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.